everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the United Spurs of America podcast. Michael Ramirez here with Jacob Walraven. Hey, hey. And I really wish we could bring to you um, a celebration edition of this podcast, a milestone of this podcast, a memorable day, um, a day we'll never forget. Um, but sadly, instead, um, we're on the other side of the of the coin there. Um, Tottenham nil, Manchester City won today in the Carabao Cup final. Another sad day um, in, in recent memory of, of Tottenham Hotspur fans and everyone associated with the club. Uh, Jacob, it's another lost final. I'll get into my spiel um, in a little bit, but your initial match reaction and just overall thoughts on uh, on today's game. You know, I thought we were extremely fortunate there to, to be nil-nil uh, at half. There was almost a matter of when they were going to score. So to go into the locker room 0-0, I thought, that was a big deal. I thought that's a win for us. Um, yeah, my, the most heartbreaking thing that I saw was when they cut to Sonny right after. That was the that was the worst part for me. Um, but yeah, just tough, tough game. Questionable eleven, tough task for a twenty nine year old manager. Um, so, like I said before, I kind of felt like this this gave management, well ownership this gave ownership the excuse of oh well you know it was ryan mason we didn't figure we were going to go out there and win a cup yeah that's kind of what i said when the whole jose got sacked thing so you know disappointing result um i think this one's going to hurt for a little bit luckily we have sheffield united next in the premier league um because they're feeling maybe a little bit worse than we are so uh but yeah not not many positives takes away from that game not many at all. You know, um, I've been a Tottenham fan since 2014. Mm. So it's about to be years at the end of the season. I'm a fan of this club. Um, obviously, there are many other fans out there that have been Tottenham fans way longer than I have. Definitely not. not no disrespect there. But um, it just sucks, man, because I have never seen them win a trophy. And... I love this club with all my heart. I will continue to love this club with all my heart until the day I die. But it sucks, man. It sucks. Because you you already mentioned Sonny crying at the full-time whistle. I'm sure Harry Kane is frustrated once again to not be able to lift a trophy with his, his homegrown club. Brian Mason having the chance to win one at 29 years old, probably be the first ever to win a Carabao Cup. Um, you know, Spurs through and through up the lads, you know, but it sucks, man. It sucks. It's another year without a trophy, another year, really one of the first years where there's little hope. Last year we had Mourinho having a full summer to work with the players as our only hope to grab on at the end of last season. This season, man, there's not really much to grab onto. No. Uh, at this point in time, I'll go ahead and put on the record. Um, I don't think we're going to make top four. I think our chances are slim. If we do, we're going to have to win out on on the last five games of the season. I think let's just try to get a Europa League spot if we can, try to win a European tournament of some sorts next season, maybe, hopefully. But at this point in time, man, I can't see us making top four. No. Um, do you even want to see us in the Champions League next year? Like, if we get the reinforcements this summer that we need, like a world-class center back and maybe a, a very much needed right back replacement, like 
Potentially, but realistically, do you even want to see us in the Champions League next season, bro? I feel um, like we would just get clapped anyways. I, I feel the same way. I don't have a lot of optimism, especially after uh, our Europa showing. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like gives you an idea of how we would do with this squad. Uh, with with reinforcements, as you mentioned, I think would make a huge difference. Um, I think it's just... I think that the players themselves um, have gone through so many disappointing finals that it's just, man, I think we're broken. I think we're just broken. I don't think Ryan Mason can fix it. I think to ask him to fix it is a tough task. Um, But yeah, just overall, not a lot of positive outlook. I will say, though, that uh, this doesn't change my opinion about our Final Four hopes uh for me this this wasn't a premier league game yes we showed that hey we could hold you know league leaders to one goal i think but you know champions league was in the back of their head but top four question mark it's been a question mark forever will be a question mark um i think if you look at our schedule we have a favorable schedule minus um informed leads and uh lester I think they're at third right now. Um, the result between Chelsea and West Ham, I would have liked to see a tie. That would have helped yeah. us, helped us greatly. Um, so yeah, the, the hopes for top four is not very high. But like you kind of said, do we even want to see us in Champions League? I think uh, I think we deserve Europa at this point. Uh, maybe not even. Maybe you know? yeah, maybe. Um, um, we I can go ahead and lucky. get in. We can go ahead and get get into the match, man. Um, wasn't a whole lot of positives. My man of the match today is Hugo Lloris. He had some brilliant saves throughout the entirety of the game. Um, unlucky that one went past his way, but he made some very big saves, some very important saves, especially in that first half where it just felt like City were suffocating us into our own our own um, our own side of the pitch for what ninety five percent of that first half. Um, it's probably either him or oh man. Dyer didn't have too bad of a game. I wouldn't name him as my man of the match, though. I'm going Hugo, bro. What about you? Same here. Hugo Lloris, for me, is the only thing that kept us in this game. I think Lucas hit- was bright, too. He was a bright spot, but... Yeah, yeah you, you hit the group chat with uh, Hugo versus 11, and I think right after you sent that, he had another save, and it was just yeah. never, never ending. It was, for me, like I said, kind of felt like a matter of when, not if. For us, it was if never yeah. win so disappointing result i think i think every spurs fan in the back of their head felt like this was the likely outcome uh but this is why we love sports right this is why we love football we it is we believe in miracles man i was singing that song last night to my family i believe in miracles but <laughs> Unfortunately, we weren't no sexy thing. We were. It was not to be, my friend. No, no, it was not, not to be. So, sweaty. Harry Kane. Harry Kane made the eleven. That was uh, one of the bright spots before the game. Um, I didn't agree with the eleven. I know you didn't either. I would have liked to have seen Endombele and Bale in instead of mm-hmm. um, Winks and uh, not Sissoko, um, Lucas. But hey, Lucas showed out. He played. He had a decent game, um, created some chances, and he was dancing through the midfield, especially in that at the in that second half. Um, what were your thoughts on the eleven? Uh, 
you know, there, there was that hope of Kane coming in, but he just, mm-hmm. he didn't look fit, man. He did. He seemed like he was uh, running a little heavy, um, but Hey, he, he tried, man. He, he went out there. He, he did some. He things. would have done he, a lot better than Vinicius. Like absolutely. you really see Vinicius scoring in that game. The, I don't the think thing so. is, I think for the other ten players out there, knowing Harry Kane's there makes them feel a little bit better. So I think in the end, just having him out there was 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 big for us. Um, but he he was un, unable to make that difference. Sonny was unable to make that difference. Uh, I thought when Bell came in, he just didn't give a shit. Quite frankly, he just kind of was jogging around at the final whistle he kind of looked so I, I don't know if being left out of the 11 maybe played a factor into his his mood going in as a sub uh but yeah i would have given the game he had last uh last premier league game um i definitely would have given him the start yeah that was my reasoning for I, it because he did score against southampton and he had a decent second half in that in that um in that match so right and and i thought that you know tongi and dombele should have been in the starting 11 as well i don't know if it's injury fatigue what but uh i think that was it was perfect for him man it was a he's like the perfect press resistant midfielder that we have and you i could definitely see him dancing through that midfield and and beating mm-hmm. that city press um maneuvering around him you know what i mean like he's just got that silky touch he knows how to get around midfielders and defenders I thought it was a perfect game for him to start. I really hope it's fatigue or injury related because um, obviously not too seriously, but it was a, it was a definitely a big question mark that I was kind of scratching my head at. Yeah. There was a, there was a lot of space out there and it almost felt like, um, yeah, if you make winks for Tongi, uh, that, that, that difference gets made there. And then Hoybier could kind of sit back a little more because he was playing a little forward there in the second half. And I thought, um, I'm all for it, but if you put Tongi in that, if he's playing forward where Pierre was, I think we have a goal at least. Um, do we win? I don't know, but I think we at least get a goal out of something. Um, but yeah, so questionable 11. Mm, it's really tough to, to just swallow this one really because, you know, you wake up, you go to sleep believing that there's there's hope there's chance i'm the kind of guy you can't tell me there's no hope especially the night before a game and yeah uh just uh i think you were you you told me earlier about you have a buddy uh a man city fan who who didn't even really care if they won this game or not they have their sights on bigger bigger things and it's just kind of a throwaway game for them and they still just get a cup out of it it's and for us, it was, in my opinion, it was the most important game of the season for me, man. Like The last thing we had holding on to. I mean, this meant the world to me today. And I, I, I guarantee you that no City fan was like itching to win this Carabao Cup. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not itching to win this cup. They're in the Champions League next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can bet you none of them sweated <laughs> as much as I did. I was I was it was it's it's just embarrassing, man. It's disappointing. Yeah, uh, another trophy could... season at the end of the day. It is what it is, right? And there was what chance for four at the beginning and the middle a little bit, but yeah, highly unfortunate. I'm a positive guy. I try to I try to stay positive. Um, you know, I'm grateful that I got to wake up today. Um, first off, and then also wake up believing that hey, we might get a cup. We were in a final. You know, that's 
that's still something to be um, happy about. Of course, right now it's not so easy, uh, but I think that that um, the fact that there was every Tottenham fan waking up today, you know, believing that a miracle could happen and we could beat the Middle Eastern Manchester City. But... I was I was drinking the Kool Aid today, bro. I, I I could feel the magic in the air Same. that I guess was non-existent at the end of the day, but. I had my I hopes up it. too. I felt I it did. too. I uh, I get sucked back into this black hole of of nothingness when it comes to Tottenham because at the end of the day they always let me down. But I still love this club and I always will. My one and only club. But yeah, I think that um, our mood, I mean, is at least one end of how Tottenham fans are feeling today. Uh, it's tough it's it's we hard to re- believe that 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 there's any success in our near future at this point we need reinforcements this summer and dude we need julian nagelsman from leipzig i think he is the only one that can turn this around and have any form of success in the near future we're going down a path bro where it's not looking too good you're gonna have players upset because they're just not winning anything with us and they want to win some trophies before they retire under understandably. So yeah. you have superstars on this team, man, who like you put them against the world's best and they go toe to toe with them, but they don't when it comes to trophies or success, they just don't. So we need, we need a massive turnaround this summer and we need to hope that we can bounce back because it's, it's not looking too good right now. No, it's no, it's not. I think this game almost looked like a Jose Mourinho type of game. I felt like it just seemed like we were saying, come on, come on at us, City. Let's yeah. see what you got. And, you know, there was a lot of times we were playing out of the back. I thought that, you know, they had four, four people pressing high against us. And we had five, or we had four as well at times. So that to me says – Hey, there's somewhere you could play a long ball, right? But I, I didn't see it happening. I feel like everyone just seemed a little scared. No one wanted to take a step up and take a risk. And I think it showed. I think our man, that that's just it. It hurts. It hurts. It sucks. It really does. It sucks. What um, turns this around? You said. Key uh, key signing. We need an overhaul, bro. We need a yeah. world class center back. And I think we we're need, broken. We need a solid right back. Um, and then you need to sell the deadwood. You need to sell the deadwood and get fresh players in. I don't care if they're from the academy or if they're from other clubs, but move the deadwood on. We I don't mean, need them uh, poisoning the locker room. We don't need them hanging about. We it's just it's unnecessary. It's literally deadwood. They're give unnecessary. Four, give me four or five of those U23 guys, and I bet you they're gonna bust their ass for as many minutes as you give them. And I felt yeah. like Bale came in and didn't. <clears throat> it's pretty pretty disappointing to see. Pretty nonchalant um, today. I thought Sissoko. I, I thought Sissoko was um, a waste of a sub. Uh. And then later he just gets bodied by Laporte. It's just, yeah, man. I think you give give those kids a chance. 
what do you got to lose if we don't have the money, right? Give the kids a chance. That's my opinion yeah. anyway. It they sucks, can at least man. score. I've it's, seen uh, it. It's a hard pill to swallow. Um, yeah, man, it's, it sucks. We have five games left to salvage some some sort of success from this season. Um, another season, in my opinion, that was a failure. Um, I would say just about almost every season thus far since I've been a fan of Tottenham has been a failure because we've have nothing we've had nothing to show for it in recent history. But um, yeah, five games to go, a top four spot on the line, European football in 2021, 2022 on the line as well. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, we're not out of it. That's that's the key here, right? We're not out of it. I think today it feels we're like we're not out of it. I think today it feels like we're we're definitely out of everything. Um, but hey, I say we gotta look forward to Sheffield United. Be grateful that we have a team who's maybe just a little bit sadder than us. Um, so yeah, we gotta go out there get those three points. I think those next five games, you win out, you give yourself win out and you give yourself uh, a chance at least for top five or top four, excuse me. The attitude of these players is going to be key, man. Um, If they're going to finish out the season and give their all, that's going to be great, but just watch out for some of these personalities to hopefully I'm wrong, but maybe start to show their true colors as far as like their loyalties or their intentions of um, over the summer. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let's, let's hope, let's hope that everyone gives their all to finish out the season and show some pride for our fans and for this club. Come on. But, you Spurs. Um, well, we'll see, man. We have five yeah. games to go. Like you said, there's still hope. We still have European nights on the line. So let's just go out and take it game by game. That's all we can do. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the United Spurs of America podcast. We yeah. do apologize that it was a little bit of a sadder tone, but you know, it is what it is. We're here for uh, you. We, we are definitely here for you. Um, thank you guys so much for the continued support on social media, especially with interacting with us on Twitter. And thank you for continued support on uh, Spotify as well. It means the world to us. Um, you know, if you're interested in joining our Patreon, we definitely would appreciate any and all support there as well. Um, but yeah, we've been loving the engagement on social media so far. Thank you guys so much for supporting us and continuing to listen to us week in and week out. We definitely appreciate it. But until next time, for Jacob, I'm Michael. See you then. Up the lads. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.